Welcome to the Electra International series, Think Like a Leader. We all enjoy hearing another person's success story, and we hope our conversations with leaders from across the electrical construction industry will help spark your interest and creativity in finding ways you can think like a leader. Greetings and thank you for joining us for this session of Electri International's Think Like a Leader. Now, not every leader is a contractor. Contracting companies take a lot of different leaders in a lot of different roles. So today we're very pleased to have with us Karen Ward. Karen is the Human Resources Manager for Lighthouse Electric Company. Karen has been with the firm for 10 years and she began as the Executive Assistant to the head of the firm, Todd Mickets. So thank you so much, Karen, for being with us this morning. We're really looking forward to talking with you. Thank you. Nice to be here. So you came into the construction industry, as I said, from the office side, not with out in the field kind of experience. How did you make the decision that construction was the right choice for you going forward? Yeah, so I definitely have a different background than most people in the construction industry. So I got my bachelor's degree in business communications. I worked in retail and management and IT consulting for about a total 10 years and then decided to go back to school to get my master's in counseling. So it was while I was in grad school getting my counseling degree that I got the job with Lighthouse as the executive assistant to the, at the time, president and CEO. And um, while I was there in grad school with my, you know, my plan was once I was done with school to um, have my own private practice. But um, Lighthouse actually approached me and said, you know, we would like to have you start up our HR department and for you to be the HR manager. And so I did make the decision to pursue that rather than my own private practice in counseling, because HR was a really good fit for both my business background and counseling degree. And Lighthouse had a lot of good opportunities for um, for upward mobility, for good pay and benefits, um, and also a good work-life balance. It was um, nice to be able to um, go to work, do a good job, and then come home and have a family life where the other industries I worked in, I wasn't able to do that. Are the HR challenges that you face different from or similar to what the HR challenges might be in other industries? Is there something unique to the HR construction job? You know, it's hard for me to answer that because I've not worked in HR in other industries, but what I can say is I think it's both. I think there are definitely some similarities. Um, you know, HR tends to have a bad reputation as being the, you know, no, no, no people. Um, so I think that's probably in common with most um, industries. But I think the unique challenges with electrical construction or construction in general is that not as many people consider construction as a career and fewer people are going into the trades. So it also um, translates over into when students go to tech school or colleges, they're thinking about working for you know a big tech company or a financial institution. They're not thinking about construction and how their skills could apply to construction. So I think when it comes to finding talent, it, that is definitely a unique thing with construction, um, getting people to even consider a career in it. Um, who maybe we're just thinking something else. Karen, do you find that there are specific traits 
or skill sets that help you to identify who will do well in the construction industry and specifically will do well at Lighthouse? Yes, uh, absolutely. I've noticed that uh, regardless of the position, if someone is mechanically minded and they like to know how things work or figure out how things work, um, you know, they don't necessarily have to be an engineer, but they like to uh, understand things. Um, they do really well regardless of position because we are into the business of building things, making things better. So um, that is a skill set or an interest that people tend to do well. Once you've identified a man or a woman and you say, I think they would be good here. Do you have specific strategies that you use and that you can recommend to other HR leaders about how to both attract good people to the company and then how to retain them? Yes, I think one way um, when we find someone that we want to hire or pursue in the interview process, we want to make sure that we get them in front of as many people as possible at Lighthouse, because even though HR's job is to help bring on new talent, they're not going to be working for HR. And so um, a strategy that I would recommend to other HR departments is to get the hiring managers or other people in the departments as involved as possible, because when you are trying to get people to work for your company, you're competing against not only other construction companies, but other industries as well. And so the more that that candidate sees a man or woman, sees what it's like working in your organization, see what the people are like, the better. And so one thing that we do in our interview process is even with COVID, um, we do a lot of virtual interviews, but we always make sure we bring the person in for a final in person. And it's more than just an hour. You know, it's it usually spending time in the departments, walking around, meeting people, doing lunch if, if they are able to or a dinner, because, um, you know, they're not just looking for a career. They're looking for a place to really fit in and hopefully find friends. So um, that's what we do to both females and males when we attract them to our company. Thinking more broadly than just your company, but thinking of employees in general, are there specific skill sets? Are there specific traits that really make a difference in terms of upward opportunities for them in their own companies? How do they find the right place to shine so that others see what they're doing and accomplishing and say, wow, that, that person's gonna be my next project manager or that person's going to be the next assistant manager in HR. What do you look, what do you tell them? What are they looking for? I believe that regardless of background, whether they're someone in project management or estimating or HR, that individual, if they are willing to speak up, they're not afraid to ask for more responsibilities. If they are given a task that they've never done before to do it, do it well, don't back off, say, oh, I, I don't think I can do this. Um, so someone who's willing to, to take on more and someone who's willing to speak up when they want more. I think a lot of times we think, oh, someone's just gonna come to us and say, I think you'll be the next great project manager. But it doesn't always work that way. It needs to be both a mutual thing where that employee also is speaking up. Hey, I want I see myself going in this direction. Um, what what do I need to do to get there? So having a, a learning spirit and a humble spirit to ask, hey, what am I doing um, that I could do better so that I can move up? Those are definitely things that I've seen in people who have moved up in the organization. Um, they definitely ask for feedback. They take it, apply it, and then. Another thing, I think just one more thing to add is there's someone who can make a decision. 
uh, leadership is a lot of making hard calls. And so if you are someone who can make a decision, stand by it, even if it's the wrong decision, but being able to make a decision, that also is a good thing that can get you promoted. Do your strategies change when you are dealing with female versus male employees or candidates? Are there things that you do have to do differently? Well, when it comes to the interview process, no, um, not necessarily with how we recruit them. But when it comes to when we develop the job offer and when we have discussions about what makes Lighthouse great, I think for our women um, employees, as well as the candidates that we're interviewing that are female, a lot of them want to know more than just what's my pay going to be. Um, yes, they're important. They, they want to be paid um, a good rate, but they also are concerned about, you know, what are the flexible benefits? You know, if, if I need to work from home, is that possible occasionally? Or um, what are the, ch- the opportunities for upward mobility? Because women sometimes have a harder time moving up. Um, and so they'll ask questions like that, like, you know, in order for me to move up, what are the things I need to do or learn? So I, I think that when we interview women and we're about to make the offer, it's really good for us to talk about all the other aspects than just the pay and job title that they're going into. Now, Electric International does a lot of different kinds of research for the industry, and we do a lot of different kinds of educational programs for the industry. Are there topics that, this is your opportunity, are there topics that you would like to recommend that Electri should think about either studying or creating courses for that specifically would help human resources in construction? Yes. So human resources has evolved over the years. And what I'm seeing a lot of and that's not quite as much in the in the construction industry, but it's in other industries, is seeing HR more as a strategic arm of the organization rather than just an administrative function. Yes, HR does need to do a lot of administrative things. There's a lot of paperwork that we have to do. Uh, you know, legally, we, there's things that we have to do as an organization. But HR can also provide s- some strategic um, recommendations or data to upper management so they can make good decisions, business decisions that will impact employees in a positive way. So data analytics is a very big thing when dealing with any business, but I think a lot of times we focus on, okay, what's the data for how productive are we on the job site? How accurate are we with our estimates? And then we're looking at that data, but we're not always looking at data on personnel changes, trends, what's our ratio of males to females? So looking at some of that data is really important so that, again, we can make some strategic decisions. Another piece that I think um, Electric could do well with is looking into career progressions with people. Um, again, a lot of people in the construction industry had a field background. And so those people tend to be get promoted because they understand what we do in the field. But what opportunities are there for people who maybe went to college or a technical school, didn't start out in the field? So if there's other kinds of material that we can share with people that don't have that um, electrical field background, that they can get up to speed and be able to speak intelligently when they are in front of a customer or they're dealing with another trade, that they can know a little bit more than just the basics on what we do in the field. So I think that's another one. But yes, HR can be very strategic if it's given that opportunity. Um, And I think looking at HR in that way can help businesses. Do you find that HR in your environment at Lighthouse is given that strategic opportunity? 
Sometimes, um, as I mentioned, you know, there, there is still a lot of administrative things that HR is required to do uh, by law. And just because, you know, we, we do have that administrative side. But, but then I would say, yes, there are times we, we do. Um, we do at Lighthouse Electric have an HRIS system, so Human Resources Information System, that has data on all of our employees. And it helps uh, generate reports. And so we can look at things. Um, anything from employee engagement to what are our trends with our hirings and terminations. So it is helping us become more strategic on things that we're doing. One example, too, is every uh, year in the fall, we do employee evaluations and ask some questions um, about, you know, how um, do you feel the company's doing, whatnot, and it gives a choice, you know, a drop down of choices. So I sit down with our upper management team the beginning of the year to share with them the results that our employees answered. So it helps them determine, oh, we need to do more communication around this or that. And, oh, yes, we definitely need to continue doing this initiative that we've been doing. Our employees are pleased. So that has been very helpful um, so that I can be more strategic than just administrative. A lot of times when people think about human resources, they don't even go that far. They think about, oh, that's the department that writes my paycheck. And that's their knowledge about HR. So what advice would you give to those who might not know about the opportunities that are available on the HR side of a company in general and more specifically in construction? Yes. So you know, depending upon the company and their um, initiatives, sometimes HR can be over the company, the corporate communications in a company. And so they're developing materials about employees, um, newsletters that can be used not only internally for employees, but also can be used externally with customers and, and potential customers. HR also is really big on training. And you don't have to uh, be a teacher to train. If you, ha- if you have a certain skill set, you know something about um, you're really good, say, with um, prefabrication, and you can, you can train that and train other employees. And so training is another really big piece of HR. Uh, you mentioned um, the, pay, the pay, you know, obviously taking care of your paycheck and employee data. Uh, that piece is kind of a no-brainer. But, but the other pieces as well that I want to mention is um, employee engagement. So if you are someone who enjoys um, organizing events uh, for your company from a holiday party to a golf outing, that can be something HR is involved in too, because our goal in HR is always to balance the needs of the employee with the needs of the business. And sometimes those seem to be in contradiction with one another, but sometimes they don't. And a lot of times when you are doing things to help employees, it ultimately helps the business. Because employees that are engaged do a better job, which in the end helps your customers want to bring you back for more work. Karen, tell us what is the best piece of career advice that you personally ever received? The best piece of advice that I received was to not be afraid of taking risk. Most people that have regrets in life are regretting things that they wish they could have done rather than mistakes that they made. And I would think that's true in my life. You know, I made some risks definitely with my career different over the years. And yeah, there's some things I regret, but I don't regret the times that I made a decision to move forward with something. If I even didn't know all the answers, but I did it. So I would recommend, um, or I would say that would be the best piece of advice I got. Don't be afraid to take a risk. Well, Karen, you've given us a real 
insight into what you do to balance between serving the needs of your employees at the same time respecting and serving the needs of your business. And that's something that clearly is applicable to all HR leaders. So we thank you so much for joining us today for Think Like a Leader. You are definitely one of our rising stars and we're delighted to have had this opportunity. Bye-bye for now. I thank you. Thank you for joining us for today's Think Like a Leader conversation. You can access every interview in this series on our website, electri.org, or you can subscribe on your favorite podcast app. This is a remarkable look inside the electrical construction industry, and it's yours for the listening.